Hi everybody and welcome to The Weekly Rock, where each week I will discuss thoughts about identity, purpose, and how to build a life of deep conviction. Sometimes it's just me, sometimes we have a guest, but all the time we're dedicated to helping facilitate growth in your life. I'm glad you're here. Welcome back to another episode of The Weekly Rock. I am so glad that you are here and so thankful that you joined me again. Hey, if you haven't already, I just wanted to ask quickly because, well, this is how podcasts work. If you have not uh, given us a rating or um, subscribed or reviewed us, I would be so honored if you would do that. And so if you don't mind, uh, whether it's now or whenever you're done, just head over to Apple Podcasts uh, and do that for us. I would greatly appreciate it. Hey, as we get started today, there's something that I've been thinking about a lot, and it's honestly a conversation I've had uh, really, really almost daily, really, for the last week or so. Um, And and it's it's the, 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 the uh, the title of today's podcast is called One Square Foot. Right? And the reason that is is because I want us to think about for a second the, the one square foot in between our head and our heart. And I know for a lot of us, especially uh, if you grew up uh, in the Southern evangelical world, you know the, the idea of I believe it in my head, but do I believe it in my heart? Or I have it in my heart, but I believe it in my head. And I think that's a, that's a description that's been used for a long time, so maybe that's where I'm pulling this from. But the, the reason I say the one square foot between our head and our heart is, is because I think for, for me, it, at least what I feel like I've done to try to cope or to survive or to get by or what, whatever language you want to use, is that like over the course of my life, over the course of the last 37 years, um, there's a phrase that I got about a year and a half ago from a good friend of mine named Nika. Now, and she gave me this phrase. She said, Rocky, uh, I want you to spend less time trying to conquer and I want you to spend more time trying to cultivate. And at first, I was like, oh, that sounds great. I mean, that's super slick, like, great, great thing. I don't know who came up with that, but great job. And then, and then like, it, honestly, like, it, it kind of hit me more, and it kind of hit me a little bit more. And then all of a sudden, I had this moment where I was like, wait a second. Like, I've expended so much energy in my life trying to conquer something, trying to, trying to and, and I don't think I would use this language in the moment, but, like, trying to gain power over it, trying to, uh, trying to win and trying to have an authority or trying to have an impact. And I think we could even put positive language on it, trying to, trying to be influential or be an influencer or whatever that is. And because I was trying to conquer something, I was trying to dominate something. Like, I was, I was trying to do whatever I could to say, I, I got this and I have this. And, and really, I was trying to conquer it because... I was trying really hard not to have to need anybody. And I, I was trying to conquer it because I, I was trying to, co- to convince myself that if I could, in fact, conquer, if I could, in fact, subdue, if, if I could, in fact, dominate, if I could, in fact, be the authority or the influence, or if I could just conquer my mind, I could do anything. If I could just conquer my heart, and, and what I felt and, and, and get rid of the emotions and stop being so concerned. It's like, then, then, then I could, then I could, then I, then I could do it. If I could just conquer. But I think as I've taken a step back and looked out at the world and more importantly, I think looked out at other things and other people, I think I realized more and more it, it's less and less about the ability or the desire to conquer. And in fact, I think it's really, really about our ability to slow down and take a breath and do what is required for us to cultivate. And so today, friends, that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about less time conquering our mind or less time conquering our heart. 
And we're gonna talk about what does it mean to spend some energy to cultivate the one square foot in the middle. So I think we have to start by talking about cultivation. I think if we're going to talk about cultivating the one square foot between our head and our heart, then I think we have to start by looking at what is cultivation. And I think if I just look at it simply, and I don't go to Webster to try to find a, 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 a official definition, when I think about it, when I think about cultivation, Right? I, I think about a smaller area, like it's really hard to cultivate. I, if any of you have any experience uh, on a farm or ever been to a farm or experienced a farm or, or, or to, to cultivate the land uh, uh, and to cultivate a large amount of land is, requires an exorbitant amount of energy. So, so when I think about cultivating, especially thinking about the one square foot, I, I want you to think about a small area. I want you to think about when it comes to cultivating, I want you to think about what it, what it requires to look at this area. I'm going to refer to using the analogy of soil to, to look at this soil. We have to start by breaking the top of the soil off, right? We've got to start by looking in what is there and getting rid of what is there that doesn't belong. And when I say what doesn't belong, that doesn't mean there's anything inherently bad or wrong with you as a human or me as a human. But we all know there are things as we look in between this one square foot that exist that, that don't belong there. And so I think we have to start by looking and going, what is that and what's in there? Is it doubt? Is it fear? Is it obstacles? Is it insecurity? Is it pain? Is it trauma? Is it, is it un, uncommunicated uh, hurt? Is it a desire for reconciliation? What, what is inside that one square foot? And then when we do, we have to begin by going, okay, how am I going to begin to unearth? How am I going to begin to, to break down? How am I going to break the crust of the soil so as I begin to turn the dirt, as I begin to turn that area, one, if you've ever done that, especially if you've ever done it with your hands, you know, it's not a clean process. And so I say that because I want to prepare ourselves as we begin to think about this and we look at that one square foot. And for many of you out there who are in the middle of it, are doing the work of cultivating that space, you know that it, that it can be tough. It, it can be painful. It, it can require effort and energy and our hands get dirty and we, we got to pull out the weeds and identify what belongs and what doesn't. And then afterwards, there's a season where we kind of have to let it rest. We got to take a minute and we just got to let it rest. We got to let the dirt rest. We got to this space between our head and our heart as we pull those things out. It, you can't go straight from removing weeds and tilling and then planting, watering, sowing and growing all at the same time. It's got to rest. It's got to breathe. The, the phrase we use a lot around here, you, you got to give it some space. And in the midst of that for yourself, you've got to be able to give yourself some grace. You got to have the ability to see yourself in yourself and say, okay, in this one square foot, can I pause long enough to go, okay, if I'm going to cultivate this and I've, I've dug up the soil and I've pulled up the weeds and I've, I've, I've broken the crust and I, I've tilled it and I've looked at it and, and I, I, it is nutrient rich. It is ready to cultivate. We got to let it breathe. You got to give yourself the opportunity to assess what is there. And then as we begin to cultivate the space between our head and our heart, I believe is where we allow both of those things to begin to become interwoven and grown together. Logic in and of itself will not save us. 
A heart in and of itself will not save us. The mind is what calls us into action. The mind is what gives us the ability and the skills to be analytical or strategic or or to communicate or to be to get the mind gives us the the structure and the form of movement where our heart is what gives us the the, the fuel and our heart is what is what gives us the part of ourselves, our soul or, or our spirit. It, it is that aspect of us that is driving at the core of our being. So as our movement, as our brain, as our head is functioning and driving us. I believe it is the heart is going to be the thing that is pushing us. It's the thing that is filling us. It's the thing that is fueling us. And so I believe we have to have a blend of both. We we have to have both. We have to cultivate both. We have to watch and see and provide space for both of those things to be intertwined. And so as we cultivate the one square foot, I think we have to be mindful to go, what does my head know? What do I know? What is my knowledge? What is the thing that I have seen? What is the thing that I remember? What is the experience that I have had? As we think about our head, as we think about this as being the central location for our activity and our movement, what do we know about how we move and what do we know about how com- what comes natural and what do we know about our abilities and our gifts and our talents and our strengths and our what do we know about those things? And so for some of us, we're going to spend a little bit of time there. We're going to need to spend a little bit of time in that arena. For some of us, we go, I don't know what my strengths are, Rocky. I, 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 I think I do. I, I know my weaknesses, but I don't know my strengths. And go, okay, then let's, let's, let's create some space there. Let's spend some energy there. Let's spend some time digging and looking and, and what is that? What are my strengths and gifts and abilities? And I think about my mind. I think about my head. I think about the, the cultivation of that piece. Am I clear and do I have language for the things that I know, the things that I believe, and the things that give me movement? And then, and then I think we transition down to our heart. And I think we have to take some time just like we did with our head. And I think we have to take some time to go, what is in there? What have I felt? What have I experienced? What what do I what are the things that I am sensing and what are my emotions and, and emotions and feelings? Those two things are different. And so one one side is what do I feel? And the other side is and, and what are my emotions in that? And when those two things come together, what is the prompting? What is that gusto? You know, I, I tell I like to say we get feelings in one of three places. Right? You get a feeling uh, it, it, right here. If you if you put your finger right behind your jawbone, you know what I'm talking about when you eat a sour patch kid, right? Sometimes we get a feeling right there. Sometimes you get a feeling in your throat. Put, put your finger right in the middle of your throat. Yeah, right? Sometimes you get a feeling right there. And, and then move down about 12 inches and push, push right there, just below your sternum, right above your stomach. You get, you get a feeling right there. And most of us, when it comes to our heart, when it comes to our being, when it comes to that central force inside of us, we get a feeling. We get a feeling here, here, or here. Those are those three places. And then typically what follows the feeling is an emotion, and that emotion typically lends itself to a recognition of something we have either experienced before, and so it recalls that, or an experience that is new, and so we are, we are in the moment with that. And as we allow the feeling and the emotion to be intertwined with the knowledge and the mind and those two things coming together, now we can cultivate the square foot in between our head and our heart. Now we begin to see our humanity. Now we begin to give ourselves the opportunity to not conquer, stop conquering, stop trying to subdue and stop trying to, to create dominance and stop trying to say, well, if I can just conquer my mindset, no matter what, I can accomplish anything. Okay, okay. I mean, I, I, I get you. I hear you. We've got to come to a place where we're willing to allow ourselves to not just think about 
how we're going to beat something or how we're going to win or, or how we're going to just say, well, you know what, forget that thing. I'm gonna do what I want no matter what. But we begin to go, how do I take the two pieces together? How, how do I take both pieces how do I allow myself to go, okay, let me take my mind. There's some of us that we would say we're much more mind-oriented than we are heart-oriented. We would say we're logic or we're rational or we, we, like to, we, like, we like Excel or we like to use this sort of data plane to make decisions. And if it's not provable or scientific and if I can't absolutely say that it happened, well, then it's you know BS. It's not true. And there's others of us that go, I, I'm more of an empath and I kind of go off the cuff and I like to go with my gut and what do I think and what do I feel right now and whatever I feel right now, well, that's what I want to do moving forward. And, and I think there's space for both. I think as human beings, we have both. I think when we give ourselves the opportunity to recognize both, sure, we, we probably all have a preference for one or the other. But I think when we give ourselves the opportunity to acknowledge both, to see both, to believe that both are good in us, I believe it gives us the opportunity to begin to cultivate the one square foot in between our head and our heart. And so that's how I want to encourage you this week, friends. I want to encourage you to go, hey, wherever you default, if you default to, hey, I'm, I'm ahead. If you default to, I use my mind, I'm logic, I'm rational, it just makes sense, feelings are, they, they don't belong here. Then I want to encourage you. If I say that and you're like, yep, that's me. I want to encourage you, just make a note this week and ask yourself just daily, just write it down. Hey, how do you feel today? Like literally, how do you feel? And then and follow that up with, and what was the emotion behind that feeling? Would you write it down? And then if you go to the other side and you're more uh, someone who would say that we, we, you kind of fall to your feelings, default to your feelings, and that you know the, 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 the logic and uh, the rationale tend to be maybe a second side or not the place where you default, then I, then I want you to make note of that too. And I, what I want you to do is when you have a strong feeling, when you're feeling moved by feelings and motivated by feelings and, and those feelings lend themselves to emotions and then those emotions lend themselves to making decisions, I want you to pause. I want you to ask yourself in this and in what I am doing and as I'm thinking about how I feel, what is my brain saying? What, what's, my, what's my head saying? And then see, is there space for you to watch those two things begin to come together and is there a way to not attempt to conquer one or the other, but do we have the ability? And I believe that we do. Do we have the ability to watch and see how those two things can become intertwined and entangled and how do we cultivate the one square foot in between our head and our heart so that the two of them are represented in our full humanity? I hope you'll take some time this week, friends. I hope you'll take some time to think about your brain and think about your heart and think about the one square foot in between both. And what can you begin to do today to not just conquer one or the other, but to give yourself the opportunity to cultivate the space in between and allow yourself to fully be human. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm glad you're here. Well, hey, friends, thanks again for joining us for another episode of The Weekly Rock. If you're not already, we would love for you to join us for The Daily Rock. This is our way to challenge you, encourage you, and motivate you each morning sent directly to your phone. And so we do this via text message. And all you have to do to join is just text the word podcast to 469 649 
and we'll also have that listed for you in the show notes. We hope you found this podcast to be challenging, encouraging, and as an opportunity to facilitate growth in your life. As always, we want to know what you think, so feel free and leave us a review or shoot us a DM or send us a text message, and we look forward to seeing you next week.